0: Welcome, welcome. This is the Simply King podcast. It's your boy Rodney Perry, King himself. And you just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious podcast for humans, simply being humans. Today is definitely probably one of the most conscious podcasts I could ever have. A returning guest, Brother Jared Johnson, also known as Wise One, Wise for short, has joined me for a special, special episode presented to you by the new clan and simply king podcast this is the proclamation of manifestation two, the second edition specifically titled fear unrooted so listen closely it's a lot of information but it's definitely something that you need to consume this is a simply king podcast enjoy you know, uh,
1: again, thank you, Rodney, so much. You are so appreciated in the community, bro, for all the work that you do. Like, I'm I greatly thankful to have known you, to have known the people around you, to have witnessed your growth. And it is definitely a benevolent thing, so we're going to continue to rock. And um, again, uh, before we start any dealing with um, knowledge or consciousness, we always, in our culture, give thanks and give reverence to our ancestors because those are the people who come before us. So um, before I even introduce myself, I want to have this pouring of libation and invoke our ancestors uh, as well as invoke all of the um, universal entities and the universal um, uh, uh, celestial hierarchy of Earth and the all- and um, which is our creator um and I also want to invoke the divine family uh that's here right now on this planet because uh there's really no way to really begin without um acknowledging ourselves first, so we have to always acknowledge ourselves and have to always acknowledge our family before we even open our lips, and, and you know our porter's libation um from all of those entities, from our ancestors, from our Creator, from nature, from the universal uh, forces, and as well as uh, my contemporaries, myself, my elders, and we pour this libation specifically for our children, so that our children know that it is our time for us to gather again, for us to unify. Um, this is the day of, uh, of, of creativity, Kujiajiajia. So. Um, but yeah we're gonna rock it just like that so our pour is libation and once we pour a libation um, we always do it to bring and acknowledge the presence of our divine family and we respond once we pour we all respond with an ashe so i'm going to pour it. Uh, both you and i rodney we can go ahead and say asheh ashe. hey. Um, if there's any one of your family members that, uh, make the transition anytime, uh, so you can go ahead and call their names right now because we want to bring them into this too, because it's not just about the knowledge that we share, but it's about experiencing, uh, this time to spend with each other, just to have a conversation. These things are priceless. So anybody in your family that you, uh, you know, that you feel walk with you or that is, um, around you, that you feel protected by, uh, you can go ahead and say their names right now.
0: Oh. I would like to acknowledge um, my grandfather, Ashe. Robert, Robert Perry, I um, as well as uh, the uh, unknown ancestors that I, I feel like have always been with me um, from you know decades and centuries ago. I always felt like I've had an old soul, and I think that's by no uh, mistake. So you know, to the to the to the unknown, or the not yet known, ancestors of mine. Uh, uh, you know, I say libations for them as well, so I say to them as well. I say, I say to all of God's known that I know we say, I
1: say you know, to all I say to all of our martyrs out there who did the work, who have uh, died, and who have uh, sacrificed their lives, people like Michael Metz, people like Martin Luther King, people like Kanye, uh, 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 uh McGee, people like, um, Aside of who have fought this battle, who have sacrificed their personal lives to give freedom to our children, we say I said. All political prisoners, we say I said. I said. say, so that's the way we have to start any ceremony because everything that we do is a ceremony. And um anybody who knows what's going on, uh, my again, my name is the wise one. Uh, my mother named me Jared. Um Johnson, my mother named me Jared Johnson, but the spirit gave me the name Wise one as I ascended upon my path. And um this right now is the time for us to really acknowledge what it is that we need to focus on as a people. And the topic of this discussion or this proclamation, um, extending from the last proclamation that I did on YouTube about uh this being the time of the melanated indigos and um that we as indigo children are here to reprogram the whole uh consciousness of, of humanity and to be a symbol of family, to be a symbol of healing through all of those traumas. And one of the big traumas that I, I feel that we always um you know uh are hit with is fear. So like you know Rodney I always get resources, so I'm gonna go ahead and lay my resources down before we really get into the meat of the, the conversation. Mhm. Um so um, again, I want to extend from the resources from my last proclamation, which was uh, Medi Metter" by Ra amin Also, um, "Brain Styles" by, by Marlay Miller. Uh, "Brain Styles" by Marlene Miller, and I'm gonna send you all of this so you can put it in the description. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, uh, you also have the power of now by uh, ecto tolls i believe that's his name i know it's ecto but it's called the power of now and i and I want to reference this the second chapter called the origin of fear and um also there's another book called slavery in florida wow mary eugene rivers slavery in florida by Larry Eugene Rivers. Also, want to uh, reference the Black Panther movie. Shout out, hey! Oh, yeah. uh, and also want to uh, reference a Huey P. Newton book called um, "To Die for the People." I think it's I think it's called "To Die for the People," but it's a it's a compilation of all Huey P. Newton's writings. And in there, he has a writing or a, a, a essay called "Fear and Doubt," and um and that's what I'll be referencing as well as well as a book called Heart of Soul by John L. Bowling. Heart of Soul by John L. Bowling. So um, I feel that the ancestors is just one, just definitely want us to just go in and really get this thing out the way and lay this thing down. Um, so I want to ask you a question, um, uh, Rodney. Uh-huh. How do you, or what do you, what do you
0: define as fear? Fear. Um, Honestly, it's changed for me because I think I've always had a pretty complex uh, interpretation of what fear is. Um, Because I think, you know, at a point I thought it was, you know, when you believe you're out of control, when you believe that it could be just the unknown and unpredictable, um, Mm -hmm. or it may just be this daunting. Mm -hmm anxiety, this this anxious possibility that you allow to control um, the way that you move. And I think now being that you know, my, one of my biggest fears in life was truly to not be stuck in my hometown, just not doing mm-hmm. what I feel like, not living up to my full potential. And I feel right, like I'm right. so far removed from that, that I would literally have to like be on all types of substances and, and and all types of like it would have to be a lot of things to happen to bring to set me all the way back. And that's not where I'm heading. So that's a fear that I overcame because I don't see it really affecting me at all because I've went through college, I've moved away. I've lived in, you know, different states and I've done all the work to separate myself from that possibility. Um, right. So I think now for me, I define fear. As. Uh, genuinely, genuinely. The feeling. The feeling of the loss of control over just either your being, your decisions, your life, I think um, that leads to a, a, just the a misunderstanding of of, of a something. So that's, I think that's where I, I kind of define it now. Like the, the, the loss of control of the, the, the unknown, the loss of the control mm. or the unknown mm. is where I feel like fear really uh, comes from. Right, right, right. And, and
1: that's exactly what brings me to say this. Um, there is a part of us that is very unknown and I, I feel as though fear itself is the moment in which you feel that unknowingness in the moment. So a car coming to you, right? A car, a car coming down the street, and you being in the middle of the street, that would produce fear because you don't know what to do. It, it produces this uh, concept or this uh, act, it activates this thing in your body, this mechanism in your body called. Fight or flight, right? You've heard of that, yes. So that is, is a response to fear. That that is a response to the fear that, or or the, the the physical thing that's taking place. But there's another type of fear that you spoke about about you know not understanding or not living up to your full potential. And this type of fear, in in my perspective and what I've researched, is worry or anxiety. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. more of a more of a like a a subconscious fear which is rooted in your being Mm -hmm. and when you when you have this fear that's rooted in your being when you have this fear in your mind where you know your whole entire being is regulated from this fear it produces anxiety it produces depression and it produces doubt because if you don't know, if you're ever going to match up to your true potential, then everything you put yourself into would always reflect that, no matter what, unless it's designed to take you away from that. Yeah. So, um, we, we get into this thing of hopelessness. We get into this thing of, of, of nervousness because we have not the knowledge or not the, uh, yeah, exactly, not the knowledge of what is going to pan out? What's the outcome going to be for my life? What's the outcome going to be for me? Am I ever going to, you know, be able to match up to the ideas that I have for my life? You know, and this produces a, a sense of dysfunction because um, they say when you have fear, like like I gave you the example of the car,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they say that when the when the car turns, what produces fight or flight is the fact that your cognitive thinking. Shut down So you can no longer longer think Critically for yourself Because you're in a state of fear Now How would you say Fear itself Shapes your life Or has it shaped your
0: life Um, I think yes I think it's shaped everyone's lives Because I believe that There Like there's a fear of uh, You know the, uh, the consequence for a lot of things, it's kind of like at a very early age, you you know, you learn not to touch hot things. You learn not to, so there's this fear that you may. I think there is a fear of fire, you know, um, to not come in close contact, to be cautious around it, and um, but you do have people who are you know who develop something that's even stronger than that. You know, you can just because you really bear down on it, like you may have fell from a high place at an early age and developed this fear of heights. And I think for me, that's it was, you know, that wasn't that situation, but I definitely am, you know, got like a definite, I'm definitely a little anxious when I'm on a plane, you know, and I think, you know, I have to, you know, eventually travel and just because it's convenient and just because it gets me to where I need to go, you know, faster. But I think it's definitely led me to make certain choices and do certain things in a certain manner. But also, uh, sometimes it's an afterthought. Sometimes the fear is an afterthought. Like if you make a decision, if you just kind of let go of fear, you let your you know ego or confidence kind of be like, you know what, in most cases I'll be scared of this, but you know what, I'm going to do it because that's what I feel in the moment. But then right. after the fact, the fear of, the, the original fear set comes back You know A lot of men might feel this uh, With pregnancy scares With their girl You know They they sit here and be like You know what Like I, You know I should have strapped up I should have you know Put the cap on But I didn't So I'm going to yeah. enjoy this in the moment And I'm going to let my fear Kind of you know Subside To, in, to you know Enjoy this moment Enjoy this This, this experience But then after yeah. the fact You sit here thinking like Well damn What if like Shit kind of got a little crazy I don't know if I You know Pulled out in time I don't know what's going on And now that fear sets in Now you just waiting Now you and it ain't no telling How long you about to wait you, It might be A month Until you know For sure That you know What happened What you what might have happened Happened And now you are literally Living your life In this This state of anxiety And the state of fear Of like Well damn What if You know I was reckless And now I'm like I ain't gonna never put myself Through this again And now you develop this, you know, this, this interesting kind of, you know, anxiousness. But uh, that's just a very, you know, uh, yeah. common example, I believe, of, you know, how we let certain things go. So it's like we allow fear to police us in an interesting way. And I think one of the most explicit examples would be, you know, just the way that black men are, black people are when it comes to just law enforcement. I think Dude. we've always had a different... Um, relationship with them because of just the genesis of law enforcement and black bodies has always been this started from a place of tension so that's where it's going to always be and i think people get away from that too often in the conversation but like these people were commissioned and their whole occupation was built on keeping us in servitude and checking right. the people who making sure that every black body was you know rightfully free and um, right. uh, under this, you know, under the, you know, the jurisdiction of the state or whatever. But now we have, you know, I, I've been living in Chicago, you know, I knock on wood when I say this, you know, I'm blessed to have had very minimal encounters with the police because I just don't, at this state, I really genuinely don't know. Uh, and I think because we've getting we've been like put with all these visual examples of people who have Done the right thing, not who've not complied, who've listened, who followed the rules, who haven't followed the rules, who was minding their own business but still being bothered, who was just trying to walk away but still being bothered, who never really showed any sign of, you know, fear or harm towards another person but still ended up in that space, who a person who didn't take no shit because they didn't do anything wrong. We've seen every single example and out of all those examples someone is the wrong person uh and has has you know life has ended and i think um that's what's created this anxiety for us so it's like you can be the most badass confident motherfucker but you know the fact that you gotta like you might be ready to go to war with these people but the fact of the matter is it's like damn now if they do try you, you can't even reach for that you can't even Try to quote unquote protect yourself because we know how that's gonna end up. We know how that's gonna look, and we know how they can spin this. Even if you come out on top of this gunfight, they're gonna be looking at you like you just you just killed a few cops, and you was one of the quick ones. You know, and you. it's it's. Let me tell you, that's. Um, I think it leads okay. a lot of our lives, though. Fear leads a lot of us. Right, and let me tell you
1: that this is exactly where this. Uh, this topic came from because everything that you said is basically you, you basically broke the code. you basically broke exactly what I was um emphasizing and what what, what, I, what the spirit that sent me this this message came from because we developed an identity around fear so much so because of everything that you said, because we've been in this situation in this country where we only had our schools to teach us who we were. We only had our parents, you know what I'm saying, to tell us who we were. We all were subjected in the context of this culture, which produced in itself fear. It produces in itself fear because of the mentality of the masses of the people who rule. Ignorance, at at one time, it was very, uh, it was was, uh, illegal for a black man or a black woman to read or write. Mm-hmm. So if you were ever taught reading or writing, you and your family could die. Mm-hmm. You know, So that made you specifically turn down books. That made you specifically turn down writing, turn down expressing yourself, because you just taught that if you express yourself, if you think, you'll die. So with this myth or what this created was a a, a mentality to comply, to comply with, like you said, with whatever it is, but might not even be really, you know, best or beneficial for my health. You know what I mean? I'll comply with um, something that I'm very, uh, not that I'm very fearful of, but something that I know isn't going to produce the the necessary things that I need to do for my family, but I'm going to do it. Because the, the the society that I find myself in deems it to be good, and if I don't do that, then that's where the fear comes in. Because and now it gets down and deeper than that, because this whole society is based off of uh, European culture and European mindset. And like I spoke about in the in the last proclamation, was about how you experience things different because you have melanin. Like, even the experience of your here. Let's just take here for example, right? We'll just take the the, the concept of your here. You know, your here is something very important to you because you have melanin because it stores memory. It stores energy, right? Mm. But out of fear, we will go get it cut.
0: Yeah.
1: You will go out of anxiety we will go get it cut and go get it styled so that we can meet the approval of the same people who told us we wasn't shit because we deemed that their approval. So just giving a little history, fear came into the play, like I said, because of European culture. So I have, um, before we get into that, I just want to do a, a quick um, little icebreaker, man, if we can go back and forth um, you know the ABCs, right? For sure. All right, so look, I wanna do something with you. I wanna do a little practice. Um I'm gonna start off and I'm gonna say A and you respond with a B, a word that starts with B that most people are is, is a is a common thing that people are afraid of. You know what I mean? So okay. I'm gonna say things I'm gonna say things um like uh apathy. Most people are afraid of apathy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we don't even know that we're afraid of it. But some people run from it. Mm. So, see. it's a B word? Yeah, that, that that people uh, we could just uh, keep it keep it moving and um, just and don't have have to explain it. Just the first thing that comes to your mind, a B word that, uh, okay. uh, that comes with you that most people are afraid of. Don't even think about it. Just 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 say it. Like the most the first thing that comes to your mind, B that you're afraid of.
0: I was gonna say uh, animal. I was gonna say bats. Bats. That, that's that's a a good one. I would say um, collisions. Doubt.
1: Mmm. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. How? <laughs> uh, fuck. Um, um. Um. Eating pussy.
0: Failure. Mmm. That's a
1: good one. Um. Gangsterism um hate uh, people fear hate intelligence ah uh, uh,
0: <laughs> jokes I guess people do afraid, afraid people afraid to be talked about um the cuckoo's class um
1: Lies. Mmm, that was a great one. I don't even know my ABCs. (laughs) Yeah, lies. Okay, um, um, Mondays. Shit, you scared Mondays.
0: Um, New Things. Yeah, we, yeah, that's a good one. Um,
1: hmm, what's an O? Uh, Ovens. Um, Pregnancy. Yeah, that's a great one. I'm so glad you said it. Oh man, thank you so much. <laughs> um um questions.
0: Religion
1: Huh? Religion. Yeah. Um uh, shit. Sex.
0: The truth. Mm.
1: <laughs> Understanding.
0: Uh, vices.
1: Yes. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As yes. uh, the, uh, uh, the The Wilderness.
0: Um, shit, um, I'll say, I'll give you one. What's that? Yeast infections. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I guess you can top it off by saying, um, uh, shit, what's the The Z? Z, Um, shoot. Shit, uh, it ain't done any z words. I know, right? That's <laughs> really good. I was, I was thinking zone zebra Uh zebra.
1: That's a good one. That's that's that, and that's the point that I did that. So we are gonna leave it at zebra. And the point that I did that for was to show these how these things are so natural to us, but we're scared of them. Yeah, like we're scared of bears, we're scared of pregnancy, we're scared of zebras. Mm-hmm. If we used to go to Africa right now. A person would be running from that if you go to the wilderness right now a person would be like what you you go to a, a group full of women and start talking about yeast infections most of them are trying to run out the room
0: oh for you sure You know what i mean for sure same way with i'm glad you said sex that was the one that popped in my head when it got the s because i've you know i've done you know episodes just about inhibitions with with taylor crenshaw mm-hmm. where i was speaking on just how we as black people have grew up and have been introduced to sex in one of the most interesting ways, because especially, you know, black women, because like you're literally, you're sexualized at an early age, but at the same time, you're being told to not embrace and explore your sexuality or just sex in general. So you're being told that you're this, you're being told that you're this grown woman at at an early age because of your body and your shape, but at the same time from internally and externally, you better not have no kids. You better not be having sex from your mama. You even they even say, you know, you better be not. You better not be out here fucking, you know. And um, yeah. and it's a reactive yeah. uh, sense of education and exploration of sex instead of uh, a proactive and a in, in a very encouraging tone. It's like literally, it's like I, I caught you having sex. So I'm about to put you on birth control. It's not i'm gonna tell you this is what this is what's about to happen to your body this is the things you're about to feel these things are natural and you need to look into those things to find you know another part of yourself because you're about to you about to go into a chapter yourself you're about to learn so much about yourself and that's why i feel like we find so many people who are uh, live a lot of their lives confused and a lot of their lives not doing a lot like that shit blew my mind meeting so many different women through college who've like by that time, have it experienced a certain thing or done a certain thing or it was their first time doing a, this or felt a, this type of way, I'm like, this is stupid. Like, this don't make sense. It's like, why aren't you, why don't, it would, in, it, it would implore you to be all into you in every single type of way. And that's, you should know you more than anything. And if that's and something I'm that you don't it. understand, that's so and crazy. Tell you it.
1: and, and it's because of ignorance. Yes. and, and ignorance of the truth because yes. European culture and European mindset produces a culture of ignorance because there is, and this is extending from my last uh, proclamation where I talked about the difference between the conscious mind and the unconscious mind and the function thereof. Mm-hmm. And you can go back to the book, um, specifically um, the book about the um, brain styles and there's a chapter where she breaks down the uh, left hemisphere and the right hemisphere. You know, the left hemisphere is analytical mm-hmm. and the right hemisphere is, is very you know, intuitive. And in the book, um, Meta Meta, he speaks of the same concept of the, your, your left hemisphere, of your brain, which sees separation, and the right hemisphere of the brain, which sees completion. It sees everything being tied to one another. So, because of this, because of this lack of melanin in 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 Europeans, they have a dominance on the left hemisphere, so they always see things separate. So that's why their concept of God was something outside of them, because they always see things separate because they function off the subconscious a conscious mind. And if you understand how the conscious mind functions, it functions based off of the five senses, which means. That it needs an outer stimulation in order for it to understand itself.
0: Mm, so, I'll see it is
1: believing. So, I, so I'll give you an example. You have an idea, right? And it'll boil It'll it'll be originated from your subconscious mind, coming from your heart. But you can sit there and tell everybody about it, but they won't understand it. It's not until you put it in a podcast, or it's not until you wrote it down. Or wasn't until you put it in some sort of medium Hello. until you put do you put it in some sort of so you put it in some sort of medium that um that oh, yeah. um it's not until you put it into the medium that the other person outside of you can understand exactly so that is the way that the conscious mind. Works. That's how the conscious mind works. You know. So, um, and and and, and that is the, so because of this lack of melanin, they have a predominance on this conscious mind, and our ancestors used both. They use both the subconscious and the conscious mind. The, uh, so they say that the conscious mind has an alliance on external tools. When you're, you're, You consciously see the external world, right? You see the world as trees, um, people, branches. Uh, 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 um, you know what I'm saying? These different, but the internal thing is the thing that sees uh, everything together. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? You see the connection between the trees, the branches, the air, and the people. So because we've been taught European culture... We've been taught European mindset, exactly. which shut down our pineal gland, which made us not come to our subconscious reality. So we rely on the conscious reality. We rely on the stimulation of our five senses to produce an inner awareness. That inner awareness that you get from when you um, go through a, a transitional phase in your life. You know what I'm saying? That darkness that you are revealed to you. We've been taught to shy away from that and just to rely on the very superficial things because we've been taught European culture. Yep. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So, European, because you need some sort of out external validation to produce an internal state of affairs, you'll always see this is the reason why you see black people cutting their hair. This is the reason why you see black people um, or anybody in this society, and people in this society relying on cars, clothes
0: um i'll just say it Hoes, you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah, money yeah. all it's, that shit. it's stimulation It's stimulation it's yeah, sensationalism. It,
1: exactly and that and that's what that we've been taught that's what we've been taught produces um the internal reality of self-sufficiency so we'll, mm. we'll we've been taught and this because we've been taught this because you've been taught to need something outside of yourself, because you've been taught to have to go to a church to talk to God something outside of you, because you've been taught that, uh, uh, that you can only go to an educational institution to be educated, you rely on that external thing. You see mm-hmm. what I'm
0: saying?
1: Yeah. That in itself is going to produce doubt in you because you need the thing outside of you to be yourself. So this, Like you said, a lot, a lot of women you know, shy of, uh haven't been really taught about sex because we've been uh, identifying ourselves through European culture, and so I'm gonna give you a little history. We were taught inferiority through slavery. This mm-hmm. is what they did in slavery. Slavery gave us inferiority because you had to you had to work for, and this is and this is just simple, you know, mathematics. If you ever watch any slave movie, right, you'll have the slaveholder and you'll have a overseer. But you will notice that the black person had to call both of them master. Mm. So it wasn't about the master being the person, the head of the house. It was the image of the white Christ that you had to give mastership to. You had to give your essence and your being outside of you to something outside of you. So or inside of you to something outside of you. And so you so we've been taught to wait on white Jesus, right? We've been taught to wait on the white Christ. That's because of European culture. European culture, because they can't produce this inner thing for themselves, they have that's why they had to get slaves, because they couldn't produce it for themselves internally. So they had to get something outside of themselves to produce the internal thing of civilization. So they had to reduce you to feel that you needed them. But slavery didn't work. See, after slavery, our people still were upward mobile. You had a Tulsa, Oklahoma. You had a Rosewood. You had an Auburn Avenue. You had... a um, Detroit was fucking popping. You know what I'm
0: saying? Like, you had these... But do you think... Black... Do, do you think that happened, especially when you say what you just said? I believe that there was this... Because we were are naturally in and are very you know in to the spiritual i believe that even though they try to give us these images to have the sense of control over our you know our psychological and our our conscious mind i believe well, that that subconscious faith and belief is what manifested all of you know those great things those great black towns and black wall streets because even if it came from the wrong place the fact that the black conscious the black subconsciousness believed that this is what that this idea could come to fruition and you right. just consciously put that to you know into motion because you were inspired to do so it's a it's an interesting i think when you already have a i think of just like you know we already have a well built house and a well built foundation it's hard for you to strip and change it to a whole new thing. It may position and present itself to be something that isn't favorable. You know, that's when you have quote unquote people who look, maybe I, you know, I they may we we have kin folk and skin folk. You ever heard that phrase where you got people that look like us but they are consciously forever doing things to bring down the culture and bring down people and showing so much self-hate. And I think it's some. I think it's something about that that we were designed to be able to manifest this. You know, being this inner being. Even the folks who quote unquote call coons and shit like that, they literally have grown themselves up to be in a place that they are this thing. And so it's like it's this weird, interesting reaction. I believe from what you're saying, and just from what I've you know I've always known, like. No matter how much we've been brought down and tried to be oppressed and dehumanized there's this inner subconscious that's always grounded into you know our manifestation of what we feel like we need and even if that outer shell or that outer expression is through this you know very european lens we're making that shit happen and then i think there's always this conflict that usually appears as well because you we start making art and doing all these things but then you try to challenge like why well, why do I feel this way? And and that's in and, and, and see that's where the ignorance comes in. Mm-hmm. Because you weren't
1: given like ev- everybody was given a sense of growth and development in their life. There's some type of obstacle that everybody has to grow from, no matter what you've been taught. Even the people in Ghana right now, there's a sister in Ghana right now on Instagram and she's showing the way of Africa And even then, if you weren't even taught in a European, you know, um, um, school system, with a European mindset, with a white supremacist mindset, you still have things and obstacles in your life that you were born with. You know, natural flaws. So this is what gets into the natural fear that our ancestors understood. But because we've been taught within uh, of people who don't look like us, somebody who's in direct opposition to your being, you were taught against yourself. So what I mean by the inferiority became through slavery because you this idea of you being subservient to a white quote unquote master was not just taught to you, but it was beaten into you, worked into you. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. So that made after a while, because you, you had children in this system, who were beaten, taught and from, from very young, so this would then begin to shift your genetics. This would, be, because after a while, you will believe this inferiority to just be natural, to just be the way things are. After a while, this is why I, I, I want people to go read this um, Slavery of Florida book, because even in the first chapter, they made a distinction between people who were, had the status of slavery and people who are free. So, this whole slavery mentality, this whole inferior mentality, was only given to you. It wasn't naturally produced in you. And that's why we were able to, right after slavery, produce civilizations like Tosol's own. Because, like you said, we had this natural. Thing in us that made us float. And that is the melody. That is our blackness that we've been taught against because of European culture. So after Savory, you see the story of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, And those who don't know what Tulsa, Oklahoma is, it was a a thriving black economy in Tulsa, Oklahoma. In fact, the gap band, like you spoke of in one of our last videos, in one of our last episodes, Ronnie, the gap band that everybody loves. You know, I'll stand and mm-hmm. it was Charlie Wilson. Made. Yeah, they were made from this they, the gap the name gap comes from um, Greenwood, uh and um, the other street that was Archer Pine. Archer, These and were, Archer e- exactly. These were the, the, the main street in that economic um black wall street. That's what they called the black wall street. You had businesses, doctors, um schools um, 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 full hospitals.
0: The children were educated based off of their skills. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. And they were about to the, the crazy thing they was about to start international trade. Like this small town within a state, within a country was about to start international trade. You know what? You're fucking right.
1: You know what? You um, There's a scholar named Robin um Rob is something he's from he's from um, he's from England and he goes in about that you're right You're, you're absolutely right that they mm-hmm. were about to start international and you know what? Um, just to piggyback off that a lot of our people anytime they're about to do international commerce This is when uh, the European um, Structure I, want, I don't want to call it a power structure because it's, because they functioned off this conscious mind which relies on external tools. So their power is only extended by the tools they use. Exactly. But what are the tools
0: that black people use? That's, See what
1: I'm saying? Yeah, so as long yeah. as you're ignorant, you keep the same thing that you trying to get off your back in power. And so um after slavery, we because we had these because we had these neighborhoods, you had uh, a system of Jim Crow being established which means that we had to have separate but equal because even though they taught us inferiority we weren't inferior in ourselves we still felt pride in ourselves we still knew that we could do something so we did it but and, they were like no nah, we would and most
0: importantly the family structure was still present Is
1: exactly that's actually what made the, the people um, have this knowledge because even though you had your schools in this society it was understood that they had you know their own schooling for their family they say the first school is the family the mm-hmm. first education from is the family you get sure. educated in the house everything else is secondary any school you go to that secondary but the first education comes from the family and it's because our ancestors the way that they looked at life was the fact that you had everything internal Going back to the subconscious mind, everything that you ever needed is already inside of you. So, you're to be educated means to bring that out, to be that so that 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 can be revealed to your awareness, to your consciousness. But it's already in you, called your soul, called your spirit, mm-hmm. and that's what the lifestyle and the life track of our ancestors. But because we've been taught this, we've been identified with a whole type of culture rooted in fear. Yeah. So we so a lot of people uh, won't even go out of their way to love themselves because they'll only they'll only love people who validate their inferiority. Yep. So you'll have women who, who are very superficial and only value themselves by the external means, their bodies, not the cultivation of their minds, but their bodies. Same thing with men. They'll be validating themselves based off of their uh, whatever tool they have—the car, money, all that—to close, right? But then you, you'll have, uh, you'll have you'll have you'll have somebody acknowledge the internal of them. You'll have, but they won't want to hear that. They'll actually love going to the club because the club validates their beliefs that I ain't shit because yeah. I need this money, to shit, yeah. or I ain't. My body is this shit, so I, these people show me that my body is this shit. This motherfucker talking some crazy shit, talking about my mind is golden. I got some ideas. I come from the greatest people on the planet. So this is what happened through Jim Crow because Jim Crow was like separate but equal. We can have the same shit, but it's, it's gonna be equal shit, but it's gonna be separated. And it produced and it furthered inferiority, but it also implemented true fear because if you were caught trying to have some sort of, uh, of royalty, some kind of nobility of yourself to use a, a real book or to use a real water fountain, you were um, 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 ostracized, you were beaten, you were hung, you were motherfucking, uh, so this produced more fear and top of that inferiority in our families. Imagine a woman in the south, we're in Atlanta right now, mm-hmm. imagine a woman traveling, you know what I'm saying, with her child, Having to hold that child because she don't know if she's on the right side, you know what I'm saying, of the street or not. Just something simple as that, like I can't be on the right side of the street. I can't wear a certain color. I can't sit at a certain place. So this made our people feel inferior in themselves, and it made her, it made them have a real fear and a real shame of being black, and a guilt of being black. And so we still have this guilt today, but we've masked it in our culture. We've masked. in in the way that we live our lives. We feel that guilt is just normal. We've normalized it. We've normalized our own guilt. We've normalized our own fears. So we just will let our fears just linger in our minds without actually having the methodology or the practice of alleviating that. And this is where the understanding of your ancestors' culture comes in. Your ancestors' worldview comes in. Our ancestors' worldview comes in because if you have that worldview, if you look at yourself the way your ancestors looked at themselves, you will be able to address anything that you've been through, on top of slavery, on top of having Jim Crow. On top of all of that. You'll be able to understand it because you'll put it in a proper cultural context. Yeah.
0: Yep. See what I'm saying? I do, I do. And I think it you know, it was a this It's such a damaging thing, but I think, you know, just in the midst of this conversation, I think about, you know, the purpose, you know, why must, why must fear be a, uh, an aspect of existence, right? And what I've kind of, you know, deduced from it all is, you know, there's so many things that, you know, you have yet to discover, and I think... If anything fear in its original sense was a sense of you know of you know kind of like checks and balances it's almost like a way to almost you know kind of you know just be a, a, almost a meter or metric of progression within a thing so if you are a child and you're not afraid to jump off this thing because you don't believe you will be harmed you know but yet if you're an adult, you'll be afraid to jump off this thing because you won't cause you know jumping off this thing will bring you harm. There's this sense of, you know, natural policing and this and this innate knowing of you know where your body is in space and not causing some harm to yourself. But I think fear was weaponized in all the things that you just said to, yeah. to be to for because there are... Because all those things that I just said from just, you know, jumping from a a height is a rational fear. It's like it makes sense for you to not know to to, for you to have an assumption just because of your understanding of just, you know, how your your physical body and the physical, you know, aspects of the world and how they interact, you know, not to just jump and, you know, jump into a a bed of nails and think that you're going to be cool. Right. And for yeah. someone to try to push you into that bed of nails, of course, would cause this fear because you may harm, you know, you may be, you know, cause harm to you. But the weaponizing yeah. of fear is one where there's been this irrational, there's this irrational <laughs> piece that's been in. And that's why there's this confusion, and this confliction and this and this and this very embeddedness within us from a sense of us being us being afraid of, you know, whiteness. And, you know, just the European mindset Is so intriguing You know, I think about just When you think about just geographically speaking We're talking about The smallest portion The smallest continent In the world Being the general mindset And the general uh, Has the general ideologies Of a lot of what the world believes Everyone kind of, you know leads up to that even if they believe in what they believe in if they have guys that look like them whatever whatever there's still this aspect of whiteness within every single culture and every single continent on this planet and i think we have to sit here and think about the way that we talk about politics of today is that the large argument of so many things when you're talking about adding in legislature is why would we allow For the few To make decisions on the many The many should decide The way that the world Should be In actuality The uh, So where we are now Is that we have the minority Ethnic group Of the world Who has shaped and defined Our you know much of what the world we live in today is, and are still, you know, in a in this struct, and it's still pulling the strings within this structure that you speak of, and I think that is a very interesting thing. But also, I think the reason why there's this interesting um, interaction now with this, you know, immense, you know, sense of you know racism that people believe is, you know, been heightened is because biologically and factually they know, and it's not even like no extreme hotep conspiracy shit. They know that they're thinning out. Like, in genuine, like, the world is globalized now. So it means people are traveling to every single place. You have way more darker faces within these European countries now. And these people are doing what people do. They're fucking. They're having children. They're relating. They're finding some commonality and creating darker babies and creating black People creating melanated indiv- more melanated individuals okay. to eventually drown out the, you know, the people who are the least melanated. So it's kind of like they know that they are becoming the minority of this, you know, nation of specifically, but also the world. So there I, I am that I understand is that this is a reason to why these, you know, extremist have this, you know, ex, you know, this fear of them being wiped the hell out, and that's why there's a sense of, you know, white pride, and let's really think about, you know, why we shouldn't mix, and we shouldn't do this, and we shouldn't do that, and blah, blah, blah. And I think it's a interesting thing, but it's it's bound to happen. They 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 knew that they don't know, they didn't know, but they know now that they cannot last on this place. In this same fashion, and especially just when you look at all other types of facts, you know, there's studies showing that you know, Caucasian women are not having children at the same rate as every other ethnic group. Black women, Asian women, and especially Latin women are leading the charge and having the most children. Just they're bringing more life into this world, and and it's just like on and on and on and on. We have this world evolving to a place that isn't. A comfortable You know Space for Unmelanated people So I believe it's That's what makes it and, all So very interesting to me But and, uh, yes. and let me
1: interject right there bro Cause um That's the whole trick right there Because Europeans Being that they're um, They have recessive genes Because of this lack of melanin mm-hmm. And with this With this lack of melanin looks like in the body is the fact that they don't have access to the subconscious regions of their brain, which where melanin is produced at, Mm -hmm. right? So because of this, they have, that's what makes them have the predominance of the conscious mind. And because of this, they always need that dominant seed or that dominant thing to come and manifest what they need. Because, um, you know, like we were talking about, you know, uh, the other day, that if you don't have, mel- like, melanin itself is the substance of the universe. And in order, even this, uh, you can go see uh, Dr. Walter Williams, um, The uh, 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 Origins of Christianity. And he also got a book called The Origins of Islam. And it'll tell you that the the, the, um, the image of Christ or the image of Jesus came about because of these people in egypt at the time called the ptolemies which were greco-romans needing black people to believe in their divinity for them to even become god Mm. so that so so this lets you know that greek mythology roman mythology those are all based off of black mythology. actually they those are themselves melanated creation the first were black. The first Romans were black. They made their own versions. They brought their,
0: what they know to a new place. Basically
1: what they they didn't, the reason why, just a history lesson, the reason why Greeks had to go conquer quote unquote Egypt was because they had a mythology, but they didn't have the psychological component to even understand their own culture. Damn. So they have to learn about it from the Egyptian. So we're, 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 this whole society is based off Roman society, right? We're still using Roman calendars. Yeah. Uh, even football is a Roman, you know, sport. We're still based off of that. But Rome is based off Greece. Greece is based on Egyptian. But you will realize that the people who we'd be like Plato, Aristotle, all of that, if you study their work, They'll tell you that, man, we didn't know shit. It was all these black motherfuckers. It was mm-hmm. all these niggas running around here knowing shit that we had to go learn from. And it's because of this predominance of the conscious mind. And what I mean with the conscious mind, this predominance of having to have logical reasoning for every situation. You need a, um analytical response to, under- to even have An experience with something. So you'll see those people, like, so you'll see those people needing validation from outside of them. Going back to the women who are very superficial and the men who are very superficial. Needing a woman, a man would need a woman to like his car, like his clothes, to make him feel internally like a man. A woman would need somebody to rub on her every day to be like, you are a woman. when she can do that herself. And 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 there, there is a balance to it, but that's what we're gonna get into in the next, you know, proclamation about as far as the man and woman relationship. Of course. Like right now, but um, but uh, so the point that I wanted to make was after after um, Jim Crow, right? You you were fearful. Our people were fearful now. We were fearful of uh, that any given moment, you know, we can die, you know, that without having to work on a plantation. That there's any given moment that. So to the day. then you get a moment of brother walking that the street and you get shot in front of the police and shit, right? Mm-hmm. So then after that, even through even through that, Jim Crow, he still had Elijah Muhammad, Detroit, shout out. You know what I'm saying? He still had an Elijah Muhammad who rose, who had the biggest black movement from the 1930s until the 1950s. He organized and healed more brothers that was off the dope, off gambling addiction, all of these things need some external means, right? Feeling inferior because you don't, because you, you you thought that white people just added internally they were making good. You know what I'm saying? But no, it was you that was making good. But you had to be taught that, and Elijah Muhammad came to teach that to people. So through that, even through Jim Crow, we still had a love for ourselves. Exactly. So what did the Europeans do, they understood that because they were recessive, because of this conscious right mind. Right? because they don't have a melanin to get them back to the subconscious mind, which they had to do was to create. So that means that they were dependent on us. They were dependent on us to do this. So what did they do for black people? They said, we got to make them dependent on us. Obviously, they're not dependent on us enough. So you had slavery, which was just a time period. Jim Crow, which was a time period, which ended in 1964 with the um, uh, Civil Rights Act, right? And then mm-hmm. you had... Um, and that's what made black people go work, go get. Because remember, separate but equal made you feel like I'm in school, but I want their school. I'm, yep. I'm eating, but I want their food yep. because their food made me better. Yep. Because I'm feeling inferior about myself because black shit is bad. So we, I gotta so go we get
0: integrated white to, to so think we
1: that we better. But then after integration, you know what they did? They was like, we still need to have these motherfuckers dependent on us because even through integration, we still had the family structure. This is the. And, and this goes into the timeline if you go and watch my um, video on the last proclamation is on my YouTube and I'm gonna leave all my shit um, all my information where you can find me at uh, with you me, so you can post it so the people can find me but um and get this information and get the products that I have to cover with go ahead myself but um the reason why you were still you were still loving yourself even though you got the job even though you went to go, go to college that's that's how you get a 1970s arts and culture phenomenon. You had the Jackson Five, the Parliament, you know Frankie Beverly and the May. Goddamn, uh, the Staple Sisters, Barry White. You had all of these great, the great movies. Fucking Sidney 48, Bill Cosby. You had this culture because we still had a love for ourselves, even though. So they was like, "Fuck, how the fuck we gonna get them to break that shit?" Guess what the fuck they did? They was like, "Okay, we know these niggas like to get high." Off this goddamn heroin, yeah. right? We was like, we gon' we we gonna, um um no, we, we know we gon' give them a sense of uh, another a hit drug, which is cocaine, right? In another form, we gon' we gonna flood the streets with that called crack, and mm-hmm. then we gon' make that a reason, right? Conscious mind needing a reason to lock these motherfuckers up. So we gon' lock them up because now everybody we can convince the world that these niggas ain't nothing but drug drug pushers. And shit and after a while of hearing that being educated like that you start to believe that shit so you play it out so all the women was just like damn my man is a fucking criminal my man is a drug pusher boom the war on drugs started and then all the black men went to jail and this created what they did was created snap food stamps yeah welfare yeah and this kept the black woman and the black child dependent upon the white Structure or the white system to sustain themselves. You get a, there's a documentary called the Black, uh, called, called Maafa 21, and it talks about eugenics. It talks about um, the Planned Parenthood. It talks about all of that. It talks about the uh, 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 agenda to, uh, to genocidally wipe out all black people in the air because you, they feel inferior by nature because they don't have the natural proponents like you do that we call swag. We call soft, You know what I'm saying? We call it we call it so many different things. So that produces our civilization. We never had to go outside of ourselves to to learn. Like you were saying about the needles. No one ever had to teach you not to slap your mama. Somehow you just innately knew to not slap your mama. Somehow Mm -hmm. you just innately knew not to jump in those goddamn nails. Mm-hmm. So that's this is in the movie. In the movies, you see black people. They be like, white people always going after the goddamn noises and shit because we got the programming, right? The natural chemical which flows through our whole bio, um, psycho being that teaches us right from wrong. We never had to go learn it from nobody, but they Europeans had to learn it from us. And even through history, we taught them civilization. Like I said, Greco-Roman society was. It was really Etruscan, which was a black, uh, it was black Italy, was black Rome. It was ruled by black people. Um, Greece was ruled by black people. Look at the the Minoan civilization, M-O-N-O-A-N, M-I-N-O-A-N, Minoan civilization. It is black Greeks prior to uh, Plato, prior to Herodotus, prior to any of those people who we love black people ruled that land and ruled the, so then again in in, in in even when britain we just found out that the first britons were black there's new information that just came out about the first britons being black and the the british you know uh british petroleum it's the brit brit britain rules the whole entire planet um you know economically right now so their predecessors were black so this lets you know that you never were inferior you never needed fear because you had a culture which dealt with things like that. You never feared because you had a culture which was rooted in your subconscious reality. Which, getting into um, our, our how the, the, our, our world view of our uh, of the world, we had a, a culture or a consciousness which was you know gave us practices that taught us about ourselves. You see what I'm saying? We yeah. never had a religion. We had a, a, a system of knowledge. You know what I'm saying? So we didn't need fear because we knew about um, everything through us understanding that we come from an unknowable creator. So we understood that nobody has the, has the, the quarantine or, uh, or the uh, oh nobody has the corner on absolute truth. Everything is relative. So... Because we understood that everything was relative, we, we understood that that is what made us family because we, had, we come from the same unknowable creator. That's what gave us a culture of sharing. That's what gave us a culture of like the, 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 the subconscious mind sees everything holistic. We saw everything together and not separate because of this worldview you know what i'm saying we had an inner world we 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 functioned off the inner world the feeling right how you get you have to go up somebody's like i don't really vibe with them that's our culture that's the way that we're biochemically psychologically built to be able to function here on this planet so this whole thing that we call life is different when you have melanin and because you had this unknowable thing you didn't fear because anything that you could think of wasn't even the truth. Remember, fear really stems from ignorance. If I was right now knocking on your door, Rodney, and, until you would be like, who's it? Who is it? In your mind, you would be questioning, okay, do I got to grab the bat? Do I got to grab the gun? Do I got to grab the skillet? Until I told you, yo, know, it was wise, you would be like, oh, your defensive would then be more calm because now you have knowledge. Now you know what's on the other side. See what I'm saying? Exactly. But look, 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 when you don't know, because you don't know, you know what I'm saying? Um, because, we, because we didn't know, that's what led us to be like, we love the unknown. We love not knowing. So that made us not fear. That's where the natural fear comes from. You know what I'm saying? We, we know that too much fire can burn you up. Too much earth will smash your ass. Exactly. Not enough air would make you fucking pass exactly. out.
0: It, it, it too it's too much purpose. water would drown you. It had a purpose,
1: you know. So so um we had practices, we had methods that told us about ourselves so we didn't fear, so we didn't have you no know, but because we've been taken away from a knowledge of ourselves, because we took it away from um from all of this, the, the because we've been taken away from the way. You remember in the Black Panther movie, he just kept saying that that's not our way. This is not our way. This is what he kept was talking about. Our way mm-hmm. is when a person out is down there on the street, we gonna try to at least collectively work together to help this individual. That's our culture. That's melanated beings' culture is one of family. One of togetherness, not one of separation. But it's when you think separate, when you think capitalistically, like the Europeans, then you're going to look at yourself different from your brother, just by nature of you using your conscious mind. Like, well, I, I, I got skin, I got nails. They got skin, they got nails. We different. But if you're using your soul, if you're using your subconscious mind, if you're using the, 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 the seat of where melanin sits, you will be like, we're all one. And our differences is just relative reflections of one another. Exactly. So we had practices that taught us this. We didn't look at ourselves separate from the sun, the moon, the stars. So we had um, sy- systems set in place that keep us knowing who we are. We had systems set in place so that we never had to fear. So this is why you, you must get into studying yourself. This is why you must get into even a, a, a good term is if you feel the fear, do it anyway. Feel the fear and do it anyway. So this is what the time that we're living in now, the reintroducing of our indigenous culture, which gives us abundance. It doesn't give us fear. It gives us knowledge. It gives us, uh, love. It gives us peace because we don't no longer not have to fear, um, people coming in and, and, uh, 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 uh disrupting our life because this is going to take, a, a, a take uh, take its place in every realm of society, of human activity, whether it's economics, whether it's politics, exactly. whether it's security, is going to take its place there because we collectively understand our connection now as melanated beings. Yes. So now when we knowing that we're the majority, now we can go out as the, the black man and the black woman of this land and make connections with other people of this land, other melanated people, like the native American tribes everybody don't even uh this is why i need everybody to go get this book slavery in florida because he told you he told you that uh in the book he says that black people have been traveling to america for years before slavery africans been here over here mating creating babies creating systems for years prior to any european ever being known so you are indigenous to all lands because of this melanin. You're indigenous, period, to the earth. And this is the knowledge that they tried to keep from you by making it illegal for you to study, illegal for you to know. And then this is what they try to make you not want by giving you European culture because you'll now identify and measure yourself by the uh, your position to the quote-unquote master so you had different jobs right laid out for black people you could be a preacher you could be a a mandingo fighter you could be a jezebel you could be a cook but we still to this day are playing these roles we still are and there's a uh uh, uh, if you go get soul on ice by uh, eldridge cleaver he'll tell you that the european man is playing the omnipotent administrator he's like the administrator of all society but no he's not because by nature he is recessive. By nature, you are dominant. So, this makes you the ruler. This makes you a king. This makes you the master because you possess the motherfucking um, uh, uh, capabilities to go within yourself and transform yourself. Produce alchemy. The highest art of any indigenous culture is alchemy. Taking one form, turning into another. You were once young Rodney but now you're Rodney the man that's alchemy you went through your fears and, and went through it and fucking uh, 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 defeated them that's alchemy and this is what our people have went through now they said the first shall be the last and the last shall be the first this is what time mm-hmm. me and now alchemy because we once went into a deep sleep we were confused about ourselves thinking that there was somebody outside of us which made us important but no we make ourselves important yeah. we validate ourselves from within yeah and with these practices of your ancestors which I teach in which I have products and services centered around one which is um the use of astrology that I can also um uh, 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 extend to people <coughs> oh yeah we're gonna,
0: have that. we're gonna have that uh how they can get that as well on the description too I would love for you to you know briefly before we wrap up like speak on you know the the, the services that you have specifically and I'm always right. been, you know interested in you know I think I've always noticed how interested you know black people are when it comes to you know just astrology and the stars and you know we are very yeah. you know transcendentalistic. Even if we don't realize it in times, right? You know, we allow for the seasons to move to kind of shape our moods. We allow for you know zodiac signs to kind of shape our preferences. Um, right. We allow for the stars to be able to let us know what's to come. And exactly, it's a it's a trend. It's very palatable, but I think for what you're doing is something that's so deep. I will, you know, I definitely want everyone to who hears this to understand that it's you know. That this is this is a serious thing and it's something that affects everyone and also it's something that um you shouldn't see as uh, out of your reach you know you shouldn't see it as something that's that you know you you could you cannot un- become in tune with this thing or you should not desire to become in tune with this thing because this is a part of you and there's a reason to why you have these interesting um affinity for the stars, for nature, for the sun, right. for all these things that black people are so attracted to. Yeah, you know, briefly, exactly. briefly like, let them know what you, the type of things that you do, and... Um, oh, exactly, that's exactly what I do. Everything you just said is, is,
1: is um, uh, practicing our indigenous culture, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And um, everything that we, everything that you do should be a practice of that. When it comes to the sun and the moon and all of that, and this is how, you know, people like Harriet Tubman knew how to, you know, get from. So it's really not, you know, it's only, it's only that culture of slave culture that we're used to that produces the fear and produces the inferiority that keeps us away from, you know, looking at these things, looking yeah. at the stars, going into these things because we don't know how to identify with them. But that's what I'm here for. So, um... I would like to, one, extend to anybody who, who, who anybody who, who listens to this in full, you're automatically going to be able to get a, uh, what I do, one thing that I do is I create, um, I, I, I call myself a muse maker instead of a musician, and um, you, the difference is is a musician may make um, sound design, but what I do is I create a mental image. Any form of art that I put myself into is infused with this medicine to give you and produce a positive internal mental image for you to give you a muse to work off of, to you to build off of because your mind is like a a, a earth. Your mind can get fed a seed that then you can grow on in, in your life. So uh, anybody who listens to this in its entirety up until this point, I'm extending uh, a medicine mix, a snippet of my medicine mix to you. So, um, uh, uh, like I said, I do I, I DJ, and uh, one of the, that's one of the forms that I express myself through. And so um, all you have to do is just email me. My email would be um, in the description. If you email me the phrase, forever expecting angelic results, because that's what we're going to turn fair to. Instead of it being a fearful thing, anytime you feel fear, you're gonna always forever expect angelic results after you go through it. So I don't care if you're fearful of getting your hair cut, I don't don't care if you're fearful of your parents' uh, uh, um, um, uh, uh, validation of you, or if they accept you or not, just go through it, feel the fear, and do what you, your heart is telling you to do anyway, and you will forever be expecting Angelic results. So you, uh, uh, I'm going to no. also leave that with you. And anybody who, who who emails me will receive that medicine mix. And now, um if you share the podcast, if you share the podcast on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, and you at me in it, and I'm going to leave my uh I'm going to leave my, um, my 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 information with you, Rodney. Uh, if you at me, uh, which is at the new plan D A N U. K L a N at the new clan on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, right? If you share this and add me in it, all you have to do then is email the word after you share it, email the word ancestors to me. If you eat it, after you share it, you can prove to me that you shared it. You can email me the word ancestors and I will give you uh, like I do. Um, one of the things that I do is astrology readings. Natal chart readings, which basically is the screenshot of the position of the planet at the time of your birth, and what this does, it it gives you an insight into what the creator, who you know, um, moves and and and, and um, has regulation over the moon and the stars and all of that. What did the creator? Think about you, or give you what skills did the creator give you? What purpose did the creator give you to why you're here? Now, a lot of people think that astrology can answer questions for them, like who should I marry, where should I marry? No, because free will reigns supreme. Again, going back to the the subconscious reality of yourself. You are the uh, the 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 guy, um, the relative guy down here on earth. You know what I mean? That's why uh, the the term Pharaoh in Egypt always uh, was resembled of the God King because he was one who mastered his reality to be able to be just as God on earth as God is in heaven. And this is the spiritual or the real um, symbolological story of the Lord's prayer. um, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven matching the creator, the infiniteness of the creator is my infiniteness as well. But all of these things like nature, the stars, um, and there's different other practices. Um, I had, a, I, I plan to have a sister on here with me. Um, she was gonna be talking about, uh, I, I was gonna uh, get her to talk about the tarot cards. And these are different practices of our ancestors so that we can gain insight to the hidden unknowable part or the cause of our knowable part the cause of our being, the hidden side. So these are uh, practices that do that. So anybody who, um, like I said, email me uh, after you share this podcast, you email me uh, ancestors and you will receive a sun, moon, astromation, which what I do is uh, give you an affirmation about the, 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 what the stars are saying about you internally so that you can have a guideline in how to manifest the world that you see inside you without fear. And, 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 and I'm telling you that the fear is just because we've been taken away from this knowledge of ourselves. We've been taken away from our uh, understanding that we are all one, we are all one being. We are all one being having a, a human experience individually but we're all one and that is our nature. Remember the, um, that is our culture remember the Frankie Beverly song? We are one. Mm -hmm. You ever been to a family reunion? You don't feel like you're separate from any of these people. You feel like you're all one. And so this is the same concept when it comes to the stars. These are all one. We are all the stars. We are all the zodiac. So um, I I also have some classes that I'm coming up with um, that I'm right now implementing, uh, putting it into a format and making it available to people. Um, from uh astrology to uh, uh, uh um chemistry and just understanding how these sciences work together, so anybody who's in school there's a different holistic way you can look at the things that you're studying right now. And you can get a deeper insight into it and what it means to the purpose of why you were born and why you came down to this planet and what it is. How do how do these different mythologies? How do these different religions all play a part in that? Why do you resonate with this culture more than others? It will all be told to you in your divine blueprint. And your divine blueprint isn't just your natal chart, but it's every science, so numerology, all of these things, and I'm, and I'm um, like I said, I'm implementing a class to teach these things. So I do this through my music, and I also have um, um, getting ready to uh, 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 implement my membership packages where you become a member of the new clan, and we can do this, something that I like to call uh, getting into a groove or a gotcha. healing groove, mm-hmm. because, uh, the, because these things change these things grow, and these things develop, and these things all play a part to your health, your right. mental health, and your, these all play a part to your bodily health, because when the like today they say it's daylight savings time, right? They mm-hmm. say that you lose an hour, but the sun still is going to be in the same position. That is truly our measurement of time. When the sun gets in Aries, that's when we say it's spring. When the sun gets in Capricorn, we say it's Christmas, but The ignorance and the European culture which produces a slave culture makes you think it's Christmas giving your energy right your substance your melanin to your oppressor giving it to the same person who doesn't want you to grow and this is why we've been cycling 400 years through this so um, like I uh, uh, also I do um, uh, different so if you're in Atlanta uh, and you know follow me on Instagram where I have a lot of uh, have a lot of up-and-coming events that if anybody has these tools if you have these affirmations or if you have this uh, medicine mix snippet um, when I do have these events there will be special gifts if you're in Atlanta anybody in Atlanta this is specifically for people in Atlanta if you get these, uh, this afro, this astromations, these sun moon astromations. And if you get this medicine mix and you come to one of my events, you follow my Instagram and you, uh, you, uh hear about one of my upcoming events, and you come, there will be a special gift for you just by having these things. <laughs> Anybody who wants to go straight into getting their reading done, getting the full reading done, you can go ahead and just contact me directly and we can work something out because um this is a priceless thing and there's no price that i could put on it there's only what it is worth to you exactly exactly <laughs> so um yeah. uh rodney personally before we end i wanted to uh gift to you uh i'm going to give to you personally because i really do appreciate you for having these things like this uh opportunity for us, people like me to share what we have going on to Hallelujah. uh to really so I want to share with you I'm going to share with you the full version of the medicine mix you know what I'm saying and right. like what the medicine mix does it, it gives you it keeps you in a euphoric state <coughs> and it gives you that um sense of a uh, 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 healing auditorily because if you hear good things see good things smell good things taste good things Positive things, it'll produce a positive image in your mind, exactly. a positive image of yourself, dispelling inferiority, dispelling doubt, dispelling, which leads to depression, dispelling all of that. And also, if if you don't mind, Rodney, this is the last thing I I want to give you. Uh, we, I know we're gonna uh, do our full reading, but if you don't mind, I would like to uh, give you just a, a sun moon quick uh, reading so that people can see how it works. And you tell me, and you show me, tell me, and tell them if it's accurate or not. Oh, for sure. Let's get let's get that done and so, we can wrap um, it up. Yeah. So um so uh at the time of your birth, Rodney, you you the uh, sun was at ten degrees Gemini. Mm-hmm. And your moon was at 26 degrees Libra. So, Gemini, so per, basically in astrology, the sun represents your ego. It represents your expression. It represents how you express yourself. It represents where you express yourself. And it also represents your father in a chart. So, I want to ask you um, was your father a traveler? Was he in and out? Uh, did he change a lot? Or is your mother and your father married? They're not. Okay, was he was was he somebody who was in your life or out your life? He
0: he really wasn't present.
1: Yeah, and see this this this, this uh, shows with Gemini because Gemini is ruled by Mercury. Gemini is ruled by Mercury, which is the divine messenger. So it's travel. It most people say it's the twins. So this is somebody. This is something who uh uh uh, uh is represents short travel, represents change of environment. So your son. Um, uh, being your father in the in the space of change and environment lets me know that you know you necessarily um, didn't wasn't able to really have a con- uh, a connection with him. But with your son being a Gemini, you express yourself very communicatively, like we talked about. You're a very intellectual person. You value communication. Yes. You you. Um, that's the way you express yourself, very intellectual and um, um, very educationally, you know what I'm saying? Because, uh, like I said, it's all about uh, people say Gemini is two halves, they think that they're, I'm two people, but really it's the communication between your subconscious mind and your unconscious, uh, and your conscious mind, so you have that communication to be able to pull things outside of your mind and communicate it to the mind of others in a a great way in which they'll understand it, and that's what you pretty much love to do, and your moon, your moon being in Libra, Uh, The moon represents the mother so anything the moon also represents your emotions represents your inner self represents your instincts Represents your your subconscious mind because if anybody knows anything about the moon when the moon The moon light is basically just a reflection of the sunlight so any any anytime you see the moon is not is doing nothing but uh, this not only That's not all it's doing, but the primary thing that it's doing, or one of the primary things that the moon does, is reflect the light of the sun so that the earth can have the light. So that's why she's called the Divine Mother, because while the sun has gone away, it appears like the sun has gone away from the earth, which is the child which represent the child, the moon, will be right there reflecting that. And it being in Libra is a uh, uh, rule by Venus, which is love. Let me know that your mother you 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 personally value partnerships. You're a very good man in your relationship. You you really love balance and conversation. That's true. You love balance and input. That's you love true. you you need you you rely on that. But uh, I'm gonna tell you something, um your mother uh you've always received that from your mother. Your mother always gave you that space to you know develop yourself. She always gave you that balance. she's always gave you that 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 uh that love that divine love to know that I'm here for your development and that's what Libra represents. It represents the scales, which is the balance of of everything that's true. and um and i'm gonna ask you something brother um the women in your life. Mm-hmm. Sometimes and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but does your mother sometimes have a hard time with
0: the women that you choose? Um, I think uh, initially, I think she she's a she's a a friendly person. So I think initially, right. I don't know. I don't really don't know it until everything is done. You know, I might know yeah. it in the midst of it all, but until it's all said and done, it's like that's when it, I really know. Like, okay, then this. This is kind of how I felt about the situation, you know. But she, uh, she usually—I think she usually builds with them. But I think she may not. I think if if anything, she doesn't always agree with the choices they make when it comes to me. I wouldn't say it's a full dislike, but she doesn't always agree with the choices they may have made when it comes to me. and, and that's and that's going further into the
1: chart, which I which I had noticed once I when I did the uh, observation and interpretation myself, just noticing it's something that we could talk about. Um, just noticing some things like when it comes to the position of them, they'll speak to a relationship between the energy within yourself. So you know, um, this relationship between uh, in your chart, Rodney, between the Moon and Venus. Symbolized, like to me, I have, you know, a uh, 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 relationship between the sun and Pluto, which means like, you know, my transformation, which Pluto represents in my uh, uh, expression has an opposition. So sometimes I have a hard time expressing myself for the simple fact that it might change me. And I and, and, and so so the same thing when it comes to your moon, your know, Venus, like you may honor um, balance. But sometimes you you feel that your heart goes against that. You feel that your heart for your partners may not. You know what I mean? It may not like you. You give a lot to your partners, but it may not. It, you may not get that in return all the time. Do you feel that way sometimes? Sometimes I do. Yeah, like and 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 that and it's crazy because it'll, it'll definitely tell you that you know. These are things, and, and and these are these are things that are fixed. Like most people think that astrology is like, oh, I have to live up to these, you know, these aspects or these, you know, uh, these things. But no, these are more so energies that are available for you to be able to manifest the world that you see.
0: Damn, mm. that's deep. That's deep as hell. Well, bro, like, I think all of this information is valuable. I think that. We have to, like I said earlier, we have to get into ourselves and, you know, stop, you know, I think we all are searching for, you know, a better understanding of the beings that we are in this place, in this world, in this state of just life. And I think that's why, you know, like I've told you offline, like that's why I really appreciate the work that you're doing, because it's definitely giving a better alternative in and in a, in a more authentic alternative to um Your own self-discovery and self-actualization of everything that you are and everything you're supposed to be. And there's so many people walking around, you know, living to not even half, but a third or a quarter of their potential. And if only they could find that understanding and have that understanding of self and control um, and to make sense of everything, all the things that have occurred to them in their life to be able to grow past those, you know, tribulations and trials. I think that is what makes all these things valuable, because that's what, what makes us grow. Because I think so many people blame the things that have happened in the world and the way that they currently are, currently are in the world, and they allow for that to forever trap them into this space of, you know, where they can't grow and they can't demerge out of that and be more than what they are, uh, more than what they currently are. Um, I really want to thank you. For this, I really want to thank you for your time I really want to uh, Say that, you know Every time we, you know, we've came back And I thought, I'm i glad that, you know, we definitely got to make this a very You know, reoccurring thing, you know This is the third episode you've done And each one has gotten right. better and better and deeper And deeper into um, right. And I'm glad to be able to catch you At these different moments of your own no you know, self-journey And that's why I believe this thing is valuable That's why I believe this is a special Presentation of the simply no King, uh podcast because i believe mm-hmm. we need to get into ourselves and we need yeah. to be able to see these things as valuable and right we just need to do that so Leslie said before yeah. as he said you know he mentioned just a few minutes ago you can find all of this information and in description and how to get involved and how to get some of these things and get into all these things i know you guys right. are, you know want to know you guys are all about Ancestry.com and 23andMe. Well, let's start yeah, with something that's, you know, that you wanted. let's start with, you know, with you and get you together. And I, that's all I'm trying to promote and get you right, you know, because I'm trying to get me right as well. And, um, and you know where you can find me. You can find me everywhere at Kings underscore memoirs. You can listen to the Simply King podcast everywhere podcasts are available from SoundCloud to Google Play to TuneIn Radio to Stitcher to the Apple Podcast app. I'm also a part of the podcast directory called Podcast in Color and a part of a collective here in Chicago called Second Wind Collective. Shout out to my man, Dan. I really appreciate y'all. This was a dope special presentation featuring the wise one, my bro, Jared. And hey. I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. And I know that it's going to help a lot of people. And this is definitely one of those timeless ones that's going to get a lot of playback and a lot of replays. Keep keep this wrong. one safe. This one, you're going to need this one right here, you know? Yeah. all love, Robbie. Always, always love. love, always love. And as I've always said in every episode, you've just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for Humans, Simply Being Humans. I'm Rodney Perry, also known as King, and this is simply King. Peace out. Love y'all.